And we're back with episode two of The Painful Experience. We made it. We are rolling, my man. <laughs> we are rolling. I got a notification that says we are recording right now. So continue. Yes, we will. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, we are now officially available on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. If there's any I've left out, I, I don't know why, you Dude. know, podcast hosts say this kind of thing when the only people listening are probably people that have actually subscribed. But here I am <laughs> falling under the same trap. So you found us. So we're happy you're here. Thanks to all the new subscribers. I've been seeing uh, a, a few likes on the page from uh, the Paris crew. So, so shout out to all my friends in Paris. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for representing. It might have to be. Uh, I got a lot, of, a lot of friends from back home, man. That, uh, that I said, would you like to hear a podcast with Brian and myself? And they were like, Curtis, if it's anything like your uh, shenanigans with Paris Food Guy a few months ago, yes, sign us up. We are in. So shout out to Paris Food Guy. PFG's listening, too. Exactly. We'll have to have him back. A lot of guests. I, you know, that's going to be the thing as we as we get cooking along. This thing is always evolving as, as we, as we choose what we decide to talk about or whatnot, but I definitely want to start incorporating guests, both from Champaign, Paris, people that have left Illinois, but still have a connection, mm -hmm. business owners, et cetera, et cetera. They're, those will all be coming along for the ride as, as we move along. So keep listening. There is work being done as we speak. Absolutely. Reach out, so. reach out. Um, I feel that Traeger got so much love last week as the unofficial sponsor yeah buddy i'm gonna give a local shout out as today's unofficial unofficial sponsor uh this is the painful <laughs> experience on pain production so i'm gonna give a local business a shout um for nothing else other than just being an awesome place i'm gonna shout out the esquire That's love esquire everybody loves esquire but the reason i'm shouting them out today is a lot of people sleep on their pizza yeah, dude, I haven't had Esquire pizza in a minute. Uh, I mean, everyone talks about the uh, the pineapple. Uh, what's the drink? Yeah, the infused tequila. Yeah, the, the, the tequila. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh heck yeah, and the burgers but, uh, and their steak sandwiches and all that goodness. But I feel yeah. this past year, everybody's kind of had delivery fatigue, mm. and it's like you know, you get delivery from the same pizza joints or pick up from the same pizza joint. To switch it up, check out the Esquire pizza. So that's what I'm going to yeah. shout out today for our local painful experience, unofficial, unofficial sponsor of the day. Well done, sir. Thank you. You know, I won't ask you to, uh, you know, you, you got your, you know, your professional career. I, I won't have you doing any uh, unofficial. Uh, it is a professional career. It is. I don't want to get you in trouble, man. You know, oh. someone's going to find out you're shouting out a, a non-paying client or something like that. And, and it's all over. <laughs> So I, well, I will handle, I will do I'm gonna, that. I'm going to make, I'm going to make some barbecue chicken uh, this weekend. So there you, you go know, on my Traeger. I was about to say, <laughs> you're going to be the, you're going to be the national spokesperson for Traeger before it's all said and done. So my you, goal, we'll just keep, we'll just keep chopping away at that. I'm going to start adding them. Like it, it, it's going to be a thing. I told you, man, I'm a part of that elite club where they send me stickers in the mail and uh, <laughs> temporary tattoos and stuff. And, my goal is to try to, if they, if you're listening, Traeger, get another grill of some sort. <laughs> imagine the damage I could do with two of those bad boys in the backyard, man. It's like a barbecue DJ of sorts. You'll have like the ones and oh two. Oh my going. You're gonna God, have yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's what it's going to be, dude. Yep. There's something there. 
Mm. And we're going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. All right. At the end of last show, we did what's called one for the road. where I asked the question of if since it appears Americans are still playing catch up in the in the soccer slash football game. Yep. Uh, if we would have taken some of our best of the best from this jump and they didn't play basketball, football, track and field, whatever, who would have been our best soccer representative and our Facebook, we got some answers. Mm. I appreciate my sister for always supporting. She was one of the first and said, Patrick Kane. What do you think? Oh, about the Kaner, the Kaner, you know what? He's quick. He's a little guy. He could, he could play wing out on the soccer field, just like he does on the hockey rink. So yeah, I could see that. I felt like the rules are somewhat similar. You know, you don't, there's not the learning curve with the offsides and things of that mm-hmm. nature. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. That, that's a good one. He's shifty. He would have um, yeah. Former guest, uh, Bag of Six, Lore, uh, Sean, of course, uh, kind of co-signed your LBJ, LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Just feels striker, bigger, stronger, faster than everyone around. Dude. It would be tough, man. It would that would I, I still for some reason it's stuck in my head though, man, like the, the height thing. But apparently there is, I'm gonna butcher his name, but apparently there is, you know, some guy in, in Germany. Erling. <laughs> no, come on, say it. Erling what? Holland, Holland, two H two A's L A N D. Holland. Yeah, that's Holland. Right. That's what we're going with. But he's Maybe six Halen. four. He's six four and and like he's he's basically scoring like a goal a game, like going going bonkers. So maybe maybe I shouldn't have got it all on the height, but for some I feel like the further your head is from your feet, that you're not gonna be as good. But you know, that's just all in my head. I don't know. <laughs> that's just where I'm at. Um mm-hmm. Scott Brennan, of course, co-signed LBJ, but also went on the um point guard kick that I was kind of on. He mentioned Allen Iverson and Russell Westbrook, both great floor generals and then mentioned uh the nfl maybe version of you know lebron from a physical specimen dk metcalf which i thought was an inspired choice hmm. everybody yeah. saw that chase down well yeah that's such a great highlight that that meme of dk metcalf doing the chase down like now you've got you know people's other other athletes being photoshopped on it or like yeah. you know different company logos photoshopped on exactly. it exactly you know that's and if, if anybody thinks they're getting away with something they're photoshopped in that as dk metcalf will we'll shut them down and then uh my boy george furla a choice i like personally uh Sebast- sebastian janikowski which i think you know could be a, a we didn't mention goalie he could be like you know he could score from from the other side of the field maybe that's true yeah big kick big leg from sebastian janikowski and if he started early, maybe he wouldn't have so much, you know, heft. I mean, you know, he had to run so much. Maybe, or maybe he would stop. <laughs> maybe he would stop smoking. You know, like three packs a day, and, and, and you know, that's so part of the charm. Thing. That's part of the charm of Seabass. You know, I could, if he didn't play football, if he wasn't one of the all-time great kickers, I could see him sitting in goal, Marbred hanging out of his mouth. You know, just just blasting balls a couple hundred yards across the soccer field, no right. problem. You know, or on tour with, yeah, or on tour with John Daly, one or the other. Yeah, <laughs> love John Daly, legend. <laughs> All right, so the painful experience is like I said, it's going to be you know like a living document. It's going to always be evolving. It's going to always be moving. And we kind of opened last week with the talk. We had the infamous. Everybody's had that talk. 
you know, medium well versus medium rare. Yes, so yes. Forth. But, you know, we, we and we've had our, our debates in the past and we can rehash those. But in kind of an homage to the bag of six, which I will be having a new guest on this week. So that is not officially gone. Um, the dungeon will be open earlier next week. Uh, be welcoming Mike Jeffries in. Um, I think we're going to go with goats. And how goats is going to work is there's only one answer here. The greatest of all time. You know, everybody always attribute. Well, not everybody. There's the big LeBron Jordan debate, but most people. No, there's not. It's Jordan. That's it. I, yeah, I know. But they, yeah. you know, the young kids, the young kids, the no, Z years. Yeah, the Z years. Generation Alpha is coming for you, man. Like, <laughs> thumbs down. But using that as a range, I mean, it's kind of the goat, the undisputed king. So this isn't so much your personal preference, which it can be, whereas a bag of six, you draft your favorite things that you may claim are the best. We're going with a full unabashed. We're, we're trying to crown the goat of a particular topic. Could be actors. It could be um, playground activities. But today, what we're going to do is breakfast cereals. And so with that, I'm going to lead off what I'm going to go lead off. I'm going to lead off with mine. Well, it's your I, show. I, you know, I'm merely the sidekick here. So no, man, you know what? In, in, the fact that you say that you lead off, man. Okay, good. I'm glad you took that bait. I would love to lead off with the correct answer. I'm, I'm married to a psychologist. You can't reverse this on me. Is that <laughs> what you just did? Did you just do I did it? All right. I did it. So in your face, <laughs> in your face with the choice, this is we're talking breakfast cereal. The greatest of all time. So it's the not the greatest just, of all time. Right. I, I, you know, there are many I love. Like, you know, nobody can say Crunch Berries is the greatest of all time because you, you, you need a bandage after a while for the roof of your mouth. It's just Ooh, a little bit, no joke. it's a little bit too punchy. You know, mm. you can't have one of those every day. So it, it, those are one of the ones that comes in small doses. That's, uh, that's your, uh, that's your Allen Iverson, you know, not the goat, but you know, you need them in a pinch. Uh huh. Keeping in that in that NBA metaphor. Well, allow me to uh, just go ahead and start with Michael Jordan, the Walter Payton of uh, breakfast cereals, sir. <laughs> okay. Uh, it comes in individual little squares. Uh, it will not ruin the roof of your mouth. It will not cut your mouth after you indulge in that first sweet, delicious bite. Uh, if anything, it's going to bring a lot of joy to your life and has been doing so for about 40 years now. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is the greatest breakfast cereal of all time. Now, whenever you're ready to try to question that decision, you go right ahead <laughs> and I will shoot down your negativity in spades. My biggest concern is cinnamon. It's, it's, an, it's, it's a nuanced flavor. Not every, it's not universal. There are people that don't like cinnamon. There are a lot of kids that don't like cinnamon. I've never met a child that doesn't like Cinnamon Toast Crunch after they've had it. <laughs> How many children have you would say you've met in your lifetime, Curtis? Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, I go back to elementary school, preschool and all that. You know, I mean, thousands, probably. I would say thousands. <laughs> of my life. And, and you've been taking like a poll. You got your little reporter cap. You're pulling um, out. Your, you know, I, a little what do you say about, about Cinnamon Toast Crunch, sir? 
No, well, I don't talk like that necessarily to children, but the little little thing I do have is uh, I'll take a little snack pack with me, little dry cinnamon toast. Because that's another thing about cinnamon toast crunch is what makes it the goat. You don't necessarily need milk for it. You can eat that stuff dry and it's still fantastic. And, you know, maybe I'll bum out a couple little squares of cinnamon toast crunch to a kid or something like that. And they're like, oh, thank you, Mr. Allen. You just brought a whole new world of joy to my young life. And I pat them on their forehead or whatever and send them on their way. Not their forehead, the top of the head. You know, don't want to smack them in the forehead. But anyways, um, the other part of that, you know, of course, cereal is almost traditionally always with milk, right? Yes. Can you name another cereal where the milk isn't, doesn't taste better after it comes into contact with the cereal itself? Where it Cinnamon Toast it Crunch and milk together. You eat all the cereal, you get that leftover milk. It's like rum chata, perfectly chilled in a bowl. <laughs> there is no other cereal, first of all. And that's another thing, too. If you want to get into that, like, find me a cereal that doesn't, it appeals to everyone universally, but for adults in particular, it still has uh, the remnants of alcohol. <laughs> and uh, you, can, you can enjoy rum chata any time of the year, you know. Somebody once told me that uh, rum chata was only for the holidays. And then I was like, have you had a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch lately? <laughs> you are wrong. So what you've, what you've just described to me is that a, that you're carrying around little packets, doling them out like a crack dealer at playgrounds. The first thing. Hey, no, what, no, I didn't say anything about being at a playground. Here, have a couple, have a couple of these. Come I back always, if you want. First taste is free. Okay. And now you've just likened it to to a, a an alcoholic beverage. So we're getting the kids just all geared up. No, the whole point of the alcoholic beverage was for the adults. <laughs> okay. okay. It's like when you it's like family movie night, you know. You gotta have a couple of inside jokes there that the kiddos aren't necessarily gonna get until they're a little bit old. Absolutely, absolutely. Same with the milk and rum chata and cinnamon toast crunch. Okay. Like because the first time you have rum chata, the response is always. This tastes just like cinnamon toast yeah. crunch. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And then you're like, this is the greatest drink ever. <laughs> well, I wish I would have known about this when I was 10 years old. You obviously have rum shot at the age of 10. I'm just saying. I'm with you. I'm with you. There's no way that has like a shot of Jack Daniels. It's like, man, this reminds me of being six years old. <laughs> I'm sure there's some kids somewhere, but we're not going to go. Well, that's, you know, I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to help out my dad here with that one. Trying Smells to... like dad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my only brushback of that is like, why don't they sell that in gas stations or grocery stores? Then? You can find vanilla milk. You can find chocolate milk. You can find regular milk. But why don't mm. they ever have cinnamon milk like available I don't as, as a thing? Man, I don't know if you can perfect the recipe. I don't know if you could. Like, there's a part of me that... Uh, and this is just one of those things I'm probably misremembering, but I swear at one point there were uh, breakfast cereal flavored milks, like in the small, almost like Yoohoo size bottles kind of deal. I could be completely wrong about that. And someone on uh, the Pain Productions Facebook page can correct me. But like, even if you did, even if they did sell those, it wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be the same as getting a bowl, doing it with, with a cinnamon toast crunch, pouring the milk on it, and then having that effect. Like it just, I don't think you could capture it the same way. Even with rum chata, which is really, really, really close, there's still a slight <laughs> hint, a couple shades difference between the two in flavor. So, there's a tinge of a burn. There, you know, that, that that's what it'll get you. 
But cinnamon toast crunch, I don't think you could. You're not going to get burned out on it either. Now, if you eat it, you know, anything three times a day or something like that, you might get burned out. But like, you go and get the family size box of cinnamon toast crunch. You're good for breakfast for a while, man. You're good. You're set. You are you are fine until the next payday, next trip to the grocery store, when you get another family size box of cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> All and right. the cycle continues. Forever and ever, it can't be topped. Thus, it's the greatest of all time. It has been now for, uh, I believe, over 40 years or almost 40 years that uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch has been on the market. So, not bad. Know. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> not bad. Well, the cereal I'm choosing as the goat has been around uh, next year, actually, will mark the 70th anniversary Ooh. since 1952, my friend. Mm. Been going strong. In 2018, these are these are actual stats here. 30.98 million Americans ate at least one portion of this cereal per week. Well, I didn't know we were bringing those sort of stats. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. That's where I'm coming from. I'm talking GOAT. I'm getting PER. I'm getting uh, advanced metrics. I'm, I'm going to get wins ab- ab- above replacement. I'm, okay. I'm getting wins above war. We're getting war for cereal. Yeah. Okay. And in 8.78 million households, 10 times or more per week servings of this cereal. Mm-hmm. It is almost the greatest selling cereal. Uh, you know, you, I'll just go ahead and throw it out there that Cheerios is probably the greatest selling cereal of all time, I believe, by yeah. the stats. Yeah. But that's yeah. because everybody gives it to their toddler until they grow up and realize that it sucks. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Cheerios are pretty good. You put some sugar on there and mix it in. But, that's, that's the thing. That's the but thing. eventually you end up with cinnamon toast crunch anyways, but I digress. Go on, sir. I don't want no, to. That's, your that's thunder. No, you help prove my point here because exactly. Everybody says, oh, Cheerios is good if you put a little sugar on it. So my cereal, which is the actual goat, is cornflakes when you add a little sugar on it. And I'm talking about frosted flakes, my man. Frosted flakes or corn frosted flakes? flakes? Frosted flakes. Ooh. Frosted which flakes. Which is cornflakes just adding sugar to it. And it's a li- it's it, it gives you enough sweetness, but it's still not into the the pebbles, fruit loops, you know, like your parents aren't scared of it. You know, so it, it gives you a little a little bit of a naughtiness when you're a kid. Like, OK, I got a sugary cereal a that is that is wonderful. But like I, I can't get cookie crisp, which is a mm. fantastic cereal, but not the goat because it's just you, you can't only eat that many cookies. I do enjoy cookie crisp. Yeah. Yeah. My, my problem with cookie crisp costs too much and it's a small box, you know. Well, it's, my- it's another one sans milk. That one's just a snack in cereal. But yeah. Yeah. Tony the Tiger. The iconic mascot. Well, he is. Yeah, okay. You're talking mascots. There's no. Like, it's you all baked know, in. It's all you baked don't even in. Know, you don't even know the mascot for Cinnamon Toast Crunch, do you? You know who that is? His name no. is Chef Wendell. And nobody remembers <laughs> Chef Wendell. And that's okay. You don't need Chef Wendell to send. So you need Tony the Tiger to sell uh, Frosted Flakes. You need that character to sell it. Like don't need him, but it's yeah. It's, it's he, all, is he an I? Yes, he's the most iconic. He's more iconic than Snap, Crackle, and Pop, and any other mascot that's existed for cereals. Yes, Tony is the man. I'm not going to knock that, but the category is the most iconic mascot for a breakfast cereal. It's the greatest breakfast cereal of all time, and 
I would counter your argument about how much is sold with this. Uh, the Backstreet Boys sold a lot of records too. That doesn't make them the greatest of anything, my friend. <laughs> uh, okay. You know, your, your boy Fred Durst sold a lot of albums too with Limp Biscuit. That doesn't make them the greatest of anything ever. It's just consumed. Okay. It, de- <laughs> it depends on what category. I would think the Backstreet Boys are in contention for the greatest boy band of all time. Yeah, but who cares about that? Well, it might be the next week's topic, so you might need to care about it, sir. Well, it's it's together. That's the greatest boy band of all time, <laughs> together from MTV's hit show, together. That's the answer to I that remember. one. So, With, uh, wasn't that Chris Farley's brother in that? Is that the yeah, one? Sure yeah, sure was. Yeah. yeah. All right, but but back to my goat. All right, back so let's let's get back to the the Jordan uh, example then. Would the '93 Bulls be the same without Pippen? Mm, no, of course not. Of course right. Not. So while Frosted Flakes is the goat of cereals, having Tony along for the ride just makes him stronger and makes him like the champion. I, I mean, if we're going to go and play that card, it's really the imagery on the bowl, on, on the box of the bowl of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's got the sparkle. It's got uh, the sweet it's neck got the smiling. Well, I'll bring up the image right now. I mean, we're recording this. It's not, you know. It's, he's got the mm-hmm. neckerchief, dude, like the beautiful neckerchief. He's always mm-hmm. hooping. He's always staying active and fit. Multiple colors. It's very appeasing. He's got those rainbow colors that spell out Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> mm, real cinnamon, which, oh. of course, is in every bite. General Mills, whole grain, that whole deal. And it's got the, the one Cinnamon Toast Crunch piece of cereal that's always making a face, smiling or something like that. Uh, the, the chefs though, the old school box, that's what had chef Wendell on there with his two buddies tastes like a homemade cinnamon toast right there. And that was multicolored. It looked like crayon. So, I mean, you're talking about the whole pack. You have to evolve too. There's something to be said. If I'm making this argument that, uh, you know, while Tony is an icon, he's, he's like the Hulk Hogan of breakfast cereal mascots, but his time has come and passed. Okay. As far as icons go. He's he, sure he's the the Hulkster Hulkamania is immortal. It lives forever, but the Hulkster can't get it done in the ring one on one anymore. And Frosted Flakes can't get it done head to head with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Sir. I think if we did a taste test, it would be like WrestleMania 18. If I may do a wrestling reference <laughs> and the rock would boom when the rock planted Hulk Hogan, Cinnamon Toast Crunch would lay the smackdown on your Frosted Flakes. is pretty poopy ass and we'd have a 10 out of 10 victory for cinnamon toast crunch. So what, what, mas- what mascot has unseated Tony, who is great, by the way. What well, mascot's better than Tony? Don't you dare bring that leprechaun in this game. Well, that's exactly what I was going to do is I was going to bring in, you know, the Conor McGregor of breakfast cereals. <laughs> Pushing his kitty litter with, uh, with, with occasional marshmallow every fifth bite. No. Uh-uh. There, yeah. Yeah. I was going to go that route. Lucky yeah, charms, but that's garbage. Um, garbage. This thing is, you know, it should stand on its own. I know you're saying it's a whole part of the package. It is. Jeff Wendell and the boys went the way of uh, whatever, of beta, you know, beta max. <laughs> they went away in the 80s because they didn't, they didn't need it. They didn't okay. need it to sell right. cinnamon toast crunch. They did think, not uh, need it. 
All right. I think we, um, I'm going to call it. I'm going to throw the towel in on this one. I think we've exhausted it. We'll leave it up to the audience to decide. We're not. Oh, you threw in the towel. So I win, right? No, man. I just, you know, I, I say you, you're Apollo Creed in this one. I, 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 I say <laughs> I'm Apollo Creed. <laughs> I saved you. I threw the damn towel. So we'll let it up. Wait, before we the go towel yourself. Before we go in further circles, we'll let we'll let the audience decide okay. the greatest of all time. It's not my favorite. I'm not, I'm going to say it there. I love Frosted Flakes. But What's your my, favorite? What's my favorite, favorite? cereal of all time is it doesn't even exist anymore. It was Dino Pebbles. <laughs> yeah. That's right. It was the, the little pebbles. They were vanilla flavored. I remember Tino pebbles. And then yeah. it had marshmallows. So you didn't have the kitty litter nonsense of Lucky Charms. You still got the great marshmallows, but you also had vanilla pebble flakes, which were, were wonderful. And you had vanilla milk afterward with just like little swirls of colors in there. It was, it was glorious. It's magic. Kind of yeah. like the swirls of cinnamon and sugar left over in a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch milk. You can only have so much cinnamon. Do you remember the cinnamon challenge? Humans can only consume so much cinnamon. Yeah, but that's that was some idiotic. I'm gonna eat a bowl or not a bowl, but a spoonful of cinnamon spoonful, so it dries yeah. out my mouth. Right. Like stain. I mean, that that's just dumb. Those people also ate Tide Pods and what other other dumbass things that become <laughs> trends on the internet and then people get hurt. They're the same people that get out of their cars and try to get close to a bear and take a selfie with it. At a zoo or something like that at a drive through zoo and then get mauled by a bear. Okay. You're talking lowest common denominator here, my friend. That has okay. nothing to do with the fine folks that enjoy cinnamon toast crunch as much as I do. When you were talking the goat, it's, it's enjoyed by the masses. I, I believe I've proved that. We're going to leave. We're going to cut it there. All right. Like moving I said, on. Sugar. It's adding sugar. All right. Moving on to the dad dojo, my friend. Boom. We are we are retiring to Applegate yeah. after one episode. <laughs> That's all right. We don't need to. We don't even need to talk about it. It's no, all good. No, it's just being retired. So our topic today, um, after a long winter, I don't know about your kids. I got I got you know seven and four year old. Got a little aggro, and I don't know if it's just boys or just kids in general. That's, that's a discussion. But weapons are being uh, sculpted. Uh, if you got a Hot Wheels racetrack, you know that's a sword. Yeah. Um, my yeah. son has these math blocks. They're like little tiny little blocks. They're you know they they're cubes. It's got one notch on one end and on the others. And you're supposed to stack them together in different colors to learn your addition. Those things make a great sword. If you stack mm. them up all the and you can stack them off to the side, you can actually make the hilt. You can make everything. Um, ironically enough, uh, the rolls after you uh wrap presents no not a sword that's still a megaphone or a telescope i don't know how that works <laughs> but everything else is becoming a weapon in this house it's getting aggressive man um has this happened to you uh, yeah is, is there a lot yeah, of man. no it's not just boys um uh, you know i've got the twins they're both four uh tyson and emerson one boy one girl and as a matter of fact today just before nap time the rule is before naps, it's usually we have lunch and then you've got a little bit of time to do something quiet. No TV or nothing like that. We're just kind of unwinding. We're, gonna, yes. we're mellowing out. We're supposed to mellow out before nap time. And usually they'll pick out some books. They might color, uh, play with some magnets. These magnet things are awesome. I love them. As a grown man, I love them. <laughs> but my son 
has basically turned them into throwing stars like a ninja. Nice. I mean, go on. (laughs) (laughs) And when, and when, uh, they're building something, if Emerson, if my daughter happens to knock something over or they get into a debate, it's like, no, no, this has to go here. This triangle goes here. Sudden. And it's never immediate. He'll wait a second. He'll wait. And then he just across the room at her. And then it's like, what are you doing? Another example. Um, my parents got Tyson a toy for Christmas. It's a, it's a knockoff Godzilla kind of thing. It's a dinosaur, sure. but it makes the sure. same Godzilla sound. It lights up. <clears throat> for some odd reason, it also has the capability to shoot, to shoot uh, Nerf bullets. Yeah. No idea why. Why this is a thing. <laughs> so first thing that happens when I wake up is he gets it out. He hasn't played with this thing in a month. Daddy, daddy, come to my room. Let's, let's play with the dinosaur. Okay, buddy, I'm coming with you. Let's play with the dinosaur. And the way it always goes is, to shoot the nerf thing, you got to like open up the mouth, put the nerf bullet in. Then you got to cock it by pulling the tail, and you feel like Schwarzenegger or Stallone in a movie, like cock, cock, like it does a big sure. like, And then you pull a leg, and that's the trigger. You pull back on the dinosaur's leg, and it does the Godzilla yell, and then boom, it fires off one of its feet. So we're sitting there, we get to set up, we're playing, and the whole point is just to see how far we can get him to go. Nothing malicious, just fun, just let him go. And then he gets up after he shoots the thing, he comes running back, we play with. Him. So we do this for about five minutes and there's a little light knock at the door and he goes, come in. And it's Emerson. She pushes the door open. He goes, aha, Joker, I've got you. Pow, pow. And he fires off two of them at for no good reason. <laughs> Completely unwarranted. Now, I know this is not a makeshift uh, weapon necessarily or like we're talking about, like the magnets is a throwing star. But yeah, that little butthole knew what he was doing he waited waited for somebody to come in there and in his mind he became batman with a machine gun for some reason and whoever Mm -hmm. was coming through that door was joker i've got you now joker pow pow and of course he hits her in the arm and it's it's a nerf thing so it shouldn't hurt that much but my god it's the end of the world because he got her so nice yeah man we we are nerf family that's on me i i you I have finally got goggles because I have effectively shot both of my children in the eyeball. <laughs> um, I don't think you're a dad until you've done that, you know, felt that pain. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah. And so leading to that, we, we do like to go um, garage sale, yard sales. Cool. So part two, you know, calm this aggression, so to speak. We ran up into a, a local yard sale and they, and we, we went there because they had nerf stuff, you know, it was mm-hmm. like, oh man, we can get, we can get a deal on some nerf stuff and what they had. Have you heard of LARPing? Have I heard of LARPing? LARPing, L-A-R-P-I-N-G. I have not. Go on and explain LARPing to me, sir. Tell me all about LARPing. <laughs> LARPing is live action role-playing games. So basically, if you've ever been by a park, uh, I know they do it at Westside Park. I've seen it on college campuses. It's a little bit for older kids, but basically it's kind of getting out your Game of Thrones role play, your Dungeons and Dragons kind of thing on like a, a larger scale. You and your friends get together and you have these basic like foam swords 
So you have a. Oh, okay. I've seen this stuff. Yeah. 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 I've seen like, oh man. Uh, So my friend, I think it was my friend, Cynthia, I was at her wedding years ago. And Cynthia, if I get this wrong, don't get mad at me. (laughs) But like, I remember her brother being into that stuff. Yeah. It was over my head. I didn't quite get it, but I remember like either the day before the wedding or maybe that afternoon after they had gotten married, like her brother and these other dudes outside of this church and some were decked out in like their, you know, I don't want to say Game of Thrones gear, but they're ready for battle. Right. And that's right, the right. whole, you know. So yeah, I guess I am familiar with Yeah, that. they they dress the part and like if you get hit in the arm, you're supposed to drop your weapon. Yeah, you that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we're not playing regular rules here, but basically I use like the old school dad, you know, mentality here. You ever heard like, oh, you guys want to fight? Put the gloves on and go outside kind of deal. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, so this is what we do. We have designated weapons now. So I got them each a sword. <laughs> I got them each a sword and a shield. And now if they feel like they're getting too right, ra- you go out back. And these are only outdoor weapons. They love them to death. They go out back and they just basically wail on each other's shield back and forth, dude, because these shields are big. Like they actually haven't effectively hit each other yet through all these battles. And then they get tired and then it's over with, man. It's been, it's been wonderful. So I don't know how much they cost. Okay. I don't know how much they cost retail, but yeah, man, I just, I just leaned all in, man. Instead of like getting welts and scrapes from all these things that aren't actual weapons, I went to the source and I got like safe, foamy, big weapons that look like, you know, and, and now it's like run out back, you know, go a few rounds. Like, you know, it's that's where we're at. So that's where we're going. I love this. (laughs) I don't just like it, dude. I love it. I love it because it's I've thrown out the backyard line more than once, but not like once you two take it outside. But it's like if one of them was throwing a fit, like I don't want to do this. Well, fine. You don't have to just go outside to the backyard by yourself then. And then for whatever reason that works, that'll, that gets them to stop. And then we're, right. we're back on the team and we're all good. You know, I don't want to go to bed. Well, fine. You don't have to go to the backyard and sleep out there whenever you're ready. <laughs> I wish I was making some of that up, but I say that probably once a week. Yeah, <laughs> man. No, no, we'll get, I, we brought this up in text. Uh, dad Jojo will get into dad isms at some point in time. I've oh, yeah. turned everything around. Literally, I, I've embraced that one. I, we don't take many road trips, so I've not done that. I'll turn this car around, but I'll turn this lunch around. I'll turn this house around. I will turn this game around. I've used <laughs> that on so many different ways. We'll, we'll delve into that, man. I've turned a lot of things around. <laughs> and I use Dad, come on, man. You're not. Yeah, I will turn this Monopoly game around, dude. Mm-hmm. They don't even know what it means. I'm not quite sure either, but it usually gets things done. But if it gets the job done, that's all it matters. <laughs> exactly. That's it in the dad dojo. It gets things done. So that's that's what they're gonna do. They that they the designated weapons has helped, man. So that that's that's my route. Uh, yeah, like I said, it's just that's getting some... a little too aggressive. My my son actually came with a pretty sick burn on a uh, classmate, and this is kind of what brought it on. It Uh-oh. also could be too much YouTube. So. Uh, he blamed it on Calvin and Hobbes, but we'll get there. Um, <laughs> we're at the playground after uh, my other son's t-ball game, and uh, three of them are playing. I'm gonna leave all yep. names names out to protect the innocent. There you um, go. And then my wife's friend brought her son along, who only knows my son and not the other two boys. 
things get a little heated. They're playing their game. They're under, you know, there's some pine trees and stuff. They call it the woods. You know how everybody, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. imaginative yeah. play. Someone gets pushed and it's, it's the, the outsider boy. So my son comes up, my, my wife's talking to the other mom of one of the other, you know, and he says, Hey, Mrs. So-and-so, um, does your son have a good dentist? And that's not a good start. No, no. He did a deadpan. And, um, my son has actually been curious about teeth a lot lately. And it's, we've talked to him about it because he asked one of our neighbors, you know, like why his teeth look like that? And, you know, the poor guy just hasn't taken care of him very well. And we're like, it's rude to ask people about their teeth. So again, yeah. I was like, oh no, man, I haven't looked at this kid. Does he have like, you know, kind of messed up grill? Kids are losing their teeth all the time. Every, every little kid's teeth look a little bit. And, she, you know, totally earnestly, she's like, yeah, I mean, he's been to one appointment. We see Dr. So-and-so. And he said, good, because I'm about to knock his teeth clean out of his mouth. Oh my God. Yeah. And my now- wife's, my wife's, left my wife's color left her entire face i wasn't there for it um but yeah and she and he had a talking to and apologized and the kids were fine like you know five minutes later they all made up and hugged and all that kind of stuff but the process of him coming up with this to come walk to somebody's mom and have this circulated in his head that he's gonna drop this down like dude one one how was how was that kid seven he's seven yeah yeah he didn't he didn't ad-lib that he's heard that from someplace yeah i'm thinking youtube he he blamed it on calvin and hobbs because i have all my calvin and hobbs books from when i was a kid and i gave them to him way when he were too young he was like you know four so mm-hmm. he was reading them and like you know there's a lot of sass in there and, and you know mo the bully yeah. and Susie deacons and things they say to each other and i realized i made a grave mistake and so we put him away until he was going to be eight. We put him in a box. Mm-hmm. Do not open till you're eight. We've since, of course, broke that rule and opened him back up because uh, because we're awesome. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, mm-hmm. he has a few like YouTubers that he watches that are into Minecraft. And I'm guaranteeing that's where it's coming from. But All right. All he right. pulled the uh, Christmas story flick on old Calvin and Hobbes and was like, it was Calvin and Hobbes because he can <laughs> handle getting those taken away again. He can't Flick. handle <laughs> yeah so yeah so yeah we're we're uh we're winding it down and we're hoping these uh makeshift weapons are gonna happen wow yeah that, that's a pretty good story man. it was a, it I was mean, a, it was a it's an interesting week summer's gonna be a thing dude we're gonna have to get out a lot of aggression yeah yeah the the closest thing i've had to that and similar deal I, i'll leave out names and stuff like that but right. there was another boy that's older that uh, may or may not on occasion pick on Tyson, may or may not on occasion pick on him a little bit, um, tell him stuff that isn't true, that'll freak him out. For example, told him recently that Pennywise lives in the walls. Oh. Get you if you're asleep kind of thing. Now, again, this kid, he's Tyson's four. This kid's, you know, six, seven, something like that. <laughs> How the hell does he know who Pennywise Thank is? Thank you. Oh, that was going to be my first All one. right. So, so there's some of that stuff, but I guess they're playing some game uh, in the group setting, right? And bigger kid uh, got a little rough with little man, kind of kind of by the shirt collar or something, and ended up scratching his neck and knocked him down. 
Tyson popped back up. I have, I have told you this before. Uh, not that I'm challenging people to fights, but the last time I had my bell rung in a fight has been many, many, many years ago. Tyson headbutted me when he was two behind the ear and it dropped me to one knee and I saw the car. <laughs> it was an accident. But I immediately went back to a bar in Terre Haute, Indiana when I was like 20 years old or something like that. I'm like, whoa, this has this been. So he hopped back up, I guess, and waylaid the kid. And of course, uh, you know, you had to do a bunch of parent apologizing and that sort of yeah. stuff, and, and which is the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. Absolutely. But I'd be lying if I said I didn't have a moment of like, good. Right. <laughs> well, we, good. I think we all have those moments and we all have to. That's why, you know, the other parents in, in the circle when this happened, were all like, I get it. Like, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and when the story came out, and, you know, in my son's defense, he, he was sticking up for the outsider kid who got pushed down and was like, yeah. Rather sure. than go after the other kid or snitch on him, he just somehow <laughs> threatened him through his through his mom. So I don't know. So <laughs> what tactic? This is so and so. We got a situation here. <laughs> right. it's a I'm just gonna mouthful of teeth your son has. It'd be a shame if <laughs> knuckles crack, 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 crack. Right. Something were to happen to him. Exactly. Just, just give you a little heads hand. up. You might want to make an appointment. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> They're going to turn him into like Silvio from the Sopranos or something like that. <laughs> exactly. Soon. Turn him into Molly Nuts. If there's a picture of me next to a horse in my son's room, I'm going to start it. worrying. That's it. At that point, it'll be all over. All right. Ryan man. dressed as a general. Huh? <laughs> my dad comes from a place of strength. Look at him up there on my bedroom wall. <laughs> all right, man. What needs to be said this week, dude? Ooh. Man, I got a couple. I got a couple on my list, but I only choose one. What you have? Do you have one that's front of mind? Something needs to be said. Mine, you know, last week we talked about breaking down stereotypes. Mine's not so much a stereotype; it's just something that just needs to be accepted. So you know, and I'll 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 kick it off if you want me to kick it off. Yeah, please do. Um, it's been a year now, and it's been quite a year and change, and it's finally time that Crocs are accepted as as acceptable footwear in public man they are always being everybody's like oh yeah i got a pair but i only wear them to take out the trash or yeah i got a pair for walking my dog there's a reason you're doing that man they're they're comfortable i'm not i'm not elevating them to wedding status but they should be perfectly acceptable for wearing out to the store uh i'm even i'll i'll go to a beer garden in them I'm, i'm ready to make that step i'm ready yeah um out, here's the hack you get them you throw them in your dryer for like 10 minutes you put on a thick pair of socks you put your crocs on you okay. walk around until they cool and they're molded to your feet dude like i'm telling you i, I love these things that's hated a pretty good them. idea hated them for years hated them we uh go go ahead i mean no off. no 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 man i'm just saying it needs to be what got me thinking along this line is and there isn't a, a male version of it. So maybe there is a little gender uh, stereotype in here. The yoga pants, man. Ladies in their yoga pants, I'm jealous of it. They all have yoga pants and they look like the most wonderful things in the world. They I are see- the most wonderful things in the world. Yes. <laughs> that too. But yeah, I see so many memes. Like I'm not even to get out of these all year and I've been wearing them all year and I'll wear my good ones and my bad ones. It's all about the yoga pants, dude. And sure we have joggers and, and sweats, but they got those too. Like 
we don't have a male equivalent of yoga pants. And you're right. We don't, we don't. And these aren't them either. I'm not trying to say Crocs are either. Cause you know, women can, you know, anybody can wear Crocs, dude. They're, they're wonderful. Crocs, they're, uni- yeah. they're unisex. Yeah. So I was just like, man, but like, as far as my, my found comfort for the past year that I never really thought I would. And that, that I'm now like, in my regular rotation are Crocs and, and everybody needs to accept them into the world. Now they're going to be out there. And I, I don't want to see any Crocs shaming. And I, I said it, I said it, Crocs are perfectly acceptable outdoor. We can be seen in them. We can now be seen in them. Show your Crocs, man. I'm going to wear them to the bar. I would love to see that. Uh, when, when you are ready, sir, we will go get a beer or a whiskey or something at a bar, your choice. Oh, you're holding right now. I just them up. They look, dude. Those look like Air Jordan Crocs or something like that. Look at that. What are those? What brand is that? This is just Croc. See, it doesn't look. Wow, Crocs is really stepping up with their. Yeah, they kind of look a little bit like um, what do they call them? The All Stars, you know? Yeah, yeah, like some Chuck Taylors or something over there. Right. You know. Well, they're trying to help. We we uh, we did a thing on uh, on the morning show a few months back. Uh, convince Curtis to get some Crocs and the arguments from listeners that called in or on uh, the Facebook page for Wixie. It was all this. It was a lot of what you just said about how comfortable it is. They're amazing. And, and uh, you know, you're kind of missing out if you don't have them and blah, blah, blah. All right. All right, cool. And I have yet to get a pair, not because I'm <laughs> anti-Croc. I just haven't gotten a pair of them. So you Thank sold you, me. Well, I was going back and forth between a couple of things for it just needs to be said. And uh, I saw a thing is similar in fashion. I saw it on Monday and on a website. I can't remember which one it was now doing some show prep. And it said cargo shorts are back again. And I went, when the hell do they go away? Because <laughs> I, I'm wearing cargo shorts right now, my man. I listen. I, I don't know what what or who decides fashion, um, but as far as shorts go, I think almost every pair of shorts I have are cargo shorts, unless I got like some John Cena denim shorts or something like that. But you, those I just mow in, you know. And even then, they probably got pockets on the side. Uh, they're efficient. Uh, they still look cool, as far as I'm concerned. I've never had anybody knock my shorts. Um, <laughs> You come in multicolors if you want. They're, it's fine. There's nothing wrong. And never has been anything wrong with cargo shorts. A little bit of breathing room, too, for, uh, for the men, um, which is needed, especially this time of the year. Right. So when, when they went away, I don't know. Um, I want to say around can, the turn, around the turn of the right around like uh, mid mid aughts i want to say like you, when the shorts started getting yeah. shorter you know when like chubbies and like and like the flat front and everything yeah like, there was because you oh, had I, I feel like the abercrombie like when when cargo started getting past the knee and they were more loose and breathable and like stuff was still baggy i think when you got the shorts getting shorter and and more f- form fitting there wasn't as much room for pockets so i felt like it was like a natural progression well all right and that's fair but like a lot of style and fashion this is just my opinion uh comes from music comes from the world of music 
Sure. And, and it became like a trendy thing in the early 2000s and into the, the mid-aughts. Like the, not just skinny, before they were skinny jeans, like dudes were buying women's jeans because of how tight they were. And that right. came from uh, a couple of different genres of rock and roll. And I guess the same thing happened with shorts. Like it almost became funny, ironic, the shorter your shorts were. Like check out my Tom Selleck's. I remember hearing that a lot. I'm wearing Tom Selleck's, you know. But uh, eventually, the, the, you can only go so high on the men's shorts. And, and you better have some thighs to rock what Tom Selleck did back in the 80s. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You better, you better have some athletic thighs. from. That <laughs> you shirt. can't skip leg day and, and, no, go, and no. go above the knee. No. But, um, but I think that's probably where the cargo shorts are back. Where they, I am, I'm with you on that. I get it. I get that natural progression. Now it's back down. Around yeah. the knees are a little bit below the knees. I would just like to say, if you were ride or die with the cargo shorts like I've been for the last 20 years or whatever, bless you, because they never went away and they're never going to go away. <laughs> Everything's, there, I yeah. said it. There, you said it. Everything's cyclical. So, yeah, if you hold on to something long enough, it will come back. Now, my question is, do you use the cargo pockets? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And before it was like, like when you're younger, when they really blew up in the late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah. It was a passion thing, but like, even then I'm carrying stuff. And now as a parent, if oh, true just, story. here it is just as an example, if the kiddos have a good week, then Friday nights, I'll go, we'll get a couple happy meals and we'll do, you know, family movie night or whatever. And they'll pick out a movie and we all just huddle up in the living room. Right. But with those happy meals comes the milks. Mm. All right. <laughs> so I got to stash the milks in a couple of pockets. Yeah. I'm bringing in stuff from work. I'm bringing in the happy meals. Yeah. You know, you got to. So there's, yeah, there's a method to the madness. And without the cargo shorts, I'm making more than one trip. And every dad knows you do not make more than one trip from the never. No, never, never. No. Yeah, exactly. I, in, even in T-ball, man. I'll have uh, uh, the individual goldfish crackers, the, the little, Boom. you know, yep. the little, like, you know, you used to have the variety packs of chips, you know, they, they make the, just all goldfish. So the single servings, man, I'll put one of those in there. I'll put those in the cargo shorts. That's mm -hmm. always happened. Like mm -hmm. Napoleon's tots, dude. Like I, I <laughs> I'm just pulling a few out for my kid at second Napoleon's base. Napoleon's tots. <laughs> I'm just pulling a couple out for my kid at second base, dude. This looks there you go. Perfect. All right, man. All right, let's wrap this up. One for the road. One for the road, son. What I got for you today, like I said, it's 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 similar, but not not similar. Um, aliens have landed in the United States. Uh-oh. And the ships are still hovering. We have not seen them yet, but they have made contact and they wish to speak with our one representative you are sending one human to speak with the aliens from america this is just okay. condensed to america okay so anybody famous this can be your father for all you want to do who is famous oh, that's a bad idea no i'm not sending the old man right he's famous in his own right um who are you sending as our american representative to speak with the aliens okay we are maybe more divided now as a country than ever so it's tough for people to agree on something like this. But I feel like we've only got a, a couple of representatives left that people universally like. And so I am going to send 
uh, arguably uh, the greatest actor of all time. I'm going to send Tom Hanks oh. to talk to the aliens and see if he can broach a piece and make sure that nothing bad happens. All right. I'm not sending Bill Pullman. I'm not sending Will Smith. Okay. Um, they probably saw the movie. They saw Independence Day. So they're not. <laughs> yeah. you know. It finally reached them. Yeah. There, there might be a yeah. little bit heated about that. Um, I'm sending, I'm sending Hanks. Um, now I considered based on this question, I had considered the rock because he is a lovable, everybody loves the rock and he is an imposing figure too. Like an alien, like, Oh, this dude, right. okay. Maybe we don't want to mess with planet earth. Uh, what if all the citizens down there look like this guy they just set up? That's true. Like that could be, yeah. Cause that was one but of on my the first flip side of that. If, on the flip side of that, you know, with Tom Hanks, what a really nice guy. We don't want to harm this planet. Exactly. He's just a well-intentioned man. Yeah. I think Tom Hanks is who I'm sending to make sure he's stuff he's, doesn't go sideways with the aliens. He's got a little more wisdom, you know, I exactly. think like maybe 10, 20 years from now, the rock may be the one is still yeah. be an imposing, uh, you know, force, but you know, have yeah. a little bit more way as a world read, read a few more scripts, you know, uh, yeah, seen and- a few more countries. And by then the rock will have been president too. So he'll be a bit more diplomatic. <laughs> Not so. entirely impossible. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, that was definitely top of my list. I also was thinking possibly Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, very smart thinking, man. He knows a lot about outer space. Right. And quantum physics and things of that nature in case they have like a technical question or think that they're going to catch us slipping, you know, try to sneak one over yeah. and he'll be like, no, I, I know that for a fact cannot be mm. true because I know of the the Gork Galaxy because I've the heard, you know, Galaxy <laughs> something man he's got he's got inside he's got inside knowledge man so yeah. I don't know but yeah so these are some of our top of the head answers you guys think about it a little bit who would you send as our American representative to speak to the aliens they have not seen us yet but we need to have a a, a discussion and discuss their plans here and will it go south or not. May all be dependent on who you sent. All right, buddy. Episode two in the books. Man, I felt good about this one. This felt good. Number yeah. two. Loving it. Fantastic. Um, make sure to go. I'm very unactive on Twitter, but if you want to go to Twitter, you can go to at pain pro. I'm trying. I really, I'm if you want to see me complain about stuff on Twitter, I mean, you see me complain at like Subway or Hardee's or something like that. Messing up my no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Who? Hey, know. man, they can follow you. Give your at. Yeah, Sorry. at Curtis Allen. Find me on there. I'm, I'm really just complaining about the Bears mostly. That's what you're going to find <laughs> me about on Twitter. All Otherwise, right. it's good stuff. Otherwise, it's positive. All right, man. Until next week, this is where the theme music would go. <laughs> I'm going to let that run.